When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money are we done with holidays yet get back I am to work just tired of holidays <laughs> really new you year, really new year. come on jeez it's... i mean come on right. really did did anything did anything change for you from thursday to friday did your life suddenly turn around yeah did vast wealth suddenly come pouring into your no. possession no, no, nothing. But they changed. woke me up at like twelve thirty a.m. on whatever day that was to tell me it was a new year. That doesn't happen every night. I can't believe Thankfully. I stayed up for that. I stayed up for like two minutes after watching, yeah. and of all yeah. stupid things, you know, I got to tell you, I was watching the ABC Dick Clark New Year's Rock. We flipped Eve. around. Dick yeah. Clark is like rocking from six feet He's under. Been but, gone for a few years now. Yeah, but I got to tell you, I'm not a TV critic. I don't even play one on the radio, but that oh, I I got I just hate all the music, every single bit of it. I thought no, oh. the, well, the woman sold a ma- or sang Imagine right before the top of the hour, which is a great song, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was kind of what I mean. I hated for, the music. Let's get an energy and, up. And yeah, I thought so. I thought you know okay, well at least they'll have one kind of from my generation. I'm not thrilled with her music, but Cindy Lauper thought yeah okay. Girls are just. Want to have and fun? then, and no, then, that's, and then my my ears started literally like bleeding during her performance. <laughs> How can someone that famous with that many records be that off key? I don't know. And then the second song she did, it sounded like she was making it up as she went along. Ah, I like this lyric. Let's just throw that in there. Oh, it was just awful. Hey, so, Ebenezer, should we get to the program uh, now that the holidays are behind us? Uh, well, I just want to make the point that this is just like any other show. That's what I was going to get to. This is ah, the same it. show it was last week. I don't care if it's 2020 or 2021. It's the same darn thing. It's a place for you to <laughs> gather together with friends and neighbors in a socially distanced environment and talk about something that everybody deals with all the time. And what's that thing, Tommy? It's called money. Nicely Thank done. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I appreciate it. And, um, and in this day and age, we are... we. The, the universal we, all of us who are looking for a little bit of money from our money, particularly the money that you want to keep safe, the emergency money, we, we're looking at, I'm looking right now at bankrate.com and the best CD rates in the country. One year CDs. Woo! How much? And a half a percent. Woo-hoo! So you give them $10,000. You get 50. 50 bucks next year. Wow. That's that's not much. Okay, but here's the thing. That leads to people making a lot of mistakes. Well, because they're, look, they're looking at this and going, well, that's nothing. I need more yield. What should I do? Well, number one, you should not have a lot of money in cash, perhaps, anyway. That's a whole... We've talked about this before. There's like... 
$17 trillion in bank accounts that are making less than one half percent. But for those of you who say, I got to make more money, I got to go somewhere and find some bonds. Mm-hmm. Boy, have we got a deal for you. Oh, come no, on. No, just kidding. We don't have a deal for you. We don't want you we, to do Yeah, this. I mean, come on. People are getting into uh, junk bonds. Yeah, and it's, and, yeah. Just when you thought it was safe only to be in, like, Corporate high yield bonds that Don just mentioned. Junk, 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 junk. junk how about junk, how about how about going a little further further east to go to how much further afield can we? You can wait, go quite a while, quite a ways. Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan isn't yeah. that former a former Soviet Union republic? I believe or, it is. Or, the great news is they just sold two trillion Uzbek sum. So you can call these some bonds. I don't know. Maybe I got boy, that wrong. Boy, them some bonds. <laughs> there are some bonds. <laughs> listen to this. Bonds. Why? Yes. Yeah, well, what are they issue. What is a some? Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. You give them your money for three years, and uh, the yield, fourteen and a half percent. Fourteen and a half percent. Oh, I haven't seen a yield like that. I haven't seen growth like that since since Tesla stock. And back, remember twenty twenty, Tesla went up seven hundred percent. No kidding. Uh, there haven't been bonds uh, issued by any quality organization or government in, at, at that rate in the United States for about 40 years. Well, the good news is Long that, time. Uh, how many trillion worth of SOM? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it Two does. Trillion. Two trillion. Two trillion dollars worth of SOM. How well, much is that in well, American dollars? Well, at the current dollars. exchange rate. Wait, hold yeah. on. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> two, I already know billion? how much it is. No, two trillion. Two. Tr- I don't even know if I could punch in two trillion. I already, I already know the amount. So if you're going to go, what there, is it like twenty three million dollars or something? Twenty million. Yeah. No, t- pardon me, two hundred million. Two hundred million. Oh yeah, right. It's I not, did two hundred billion. That's a trillion. That's some bond there. You don't want to knock and that the, down. And the so. thing about this, it's some denominated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, That's the other part. So here's the problem. Let's say you bought a some bond back in 2013. And you held it to today. Well, just just because of the currency drop, it's worth half what it was when you put the money into it. Their currency has dropped by fifty percent since two thousand thirteen. That doesn't sound like some bond to me. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, my goodness. Hey, our phone number is 855-935-TALK. If you want to talk about your money issues, we're actually here on this holiday weekend it's the second day of the year come on get over take use your time wisely to clean things up that makes sense but you can listen to the show while you're doing that yeah don't do that cleaning stuff come on just oh come on do it in the spring when you're supposed to they call it spring cleaning for a reason (laughs) hello all right what's the latest on the song i have to make well i have to correct something i made a mistake i know it's hard to believe but when i was looking at the psalm the good news is it only took the first show of the year to do it, so well done there. I, I was looking at the I was looking at the wrong psalm. Apparently yeah. all the extans <laughs> have psalms. They like psalms. There's well, people the, like psalms. There's the Kazakh psalm from Kazakhstan, yeah. which is uh-huh. north of Uzbekistan, which is north of Turkmenistan. What, didn't 
Weren't you there for ninth grade social studies? This is easy. It was Come the on, Soviet man. Union then. <laughs> I know. It was easier. One it was big easier. thing on the map. Boom. So yeah. I made a mistake when I talked about the depreciation of the value of the psalm. The Kazakh psalm. The currency. The currency. currency. The Kazakh psalm is a much more stable currency, even though it's declined 50% since 2013. Only 50% the Uzbek, in seven years. The Uzbek psalm yeah. has declined 75% since 2016. Four, four, four years? Four years, right? So you would have bought a bond that's that yielding 14.5%. Correct. But the value of the currency would have declined by 75% in that same period. Making your 10,000 SOM bond worth 25,000 SOM when you converted yeah. it. Or $10,000 converted to SOM worth $2,500 anyway. I was it's, wrong before, uh, and it's an yeah. even worse investment. 855-935-TALKS. Before you get into any of the Stan Sam bonds. People are buying a lot of this emerging market debt. I'm going to write a new song, and I'm going to sing it in key and be the next Cindy Lauper. Constant bonds. I'm just going to talk about a sum of a, yeah, so go ahead. 855-935. I know where you were going with that. 855-935-TALK is our number. That's how well I know you. 855-935-8255. And Michael is hanging around waiting to ask us something. Hey, Michael, welcome. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Happy another day. (laughs) uh, Go ahead. I'm just I was curious about uh, this 2020 year. Um, there's been a quote, quote, a lot of free money, quote, uh, handed out by the government, whether that be the PPP loan, the $600 weekly unemployment check, the $600, the $1,200 per person. Um, is all of that, quote, tax-free, or is that all something I'm paying taxes on it? Uh, for this year. Well, there's a couple of different... Well, the PPP is a whole separate thing. That's a business loan. And, and so that money actually, in the, from what I understand, is very new. As you know, the, the one the president just signed, they were, they're going to allow you still to deduct the expenses that you used against the loan. So there was some discussion they wouldn't. So that, appear, that I think that the taxation there is pretty non-existent. Then you start to get into the, I don't think the $600 just check is a taxable, Tax, Don. No, no, but the extra $600 a week in unemployment, unemployment is taxable. Yeah. That is taxable. So some is taxable and some is not taxable. Great. So this, like the stimulus type of three one-time checks were the unemployment or the $600 per week is as right. more understanding of what's going on. Okay. Correct, yes. Yep. Well, no, not the stimulus check. The stimulus not, was not the tax-free. That, the, the $600. Yeah. Here the you unemployment go. Not, is not, taxable. Yes, the un- unemployment is. And if that, if that money was creatively rolled into stocks or anything like that, that basically in, um, does that affect my income bracket uh, per no. se? Or the, no. It's just pure... Gift. Okay. It's a gift. Great. It's a gift. Yeah. Okay. It's a gift from you to you. Happy Congratulations. Happy New Year to you. By the way, thank you for your call, Michael. And, I was and, sure and, he was. And you'll, but trust me, you'll pay that tax eventually. 
Well, I was getting to that because I was sure he was going to say, hey, all this money they're handing out, how are we going to pay for it? Well, as I always, when I see my grandsons, I say, thank you, don't hate me in uh, 30 years when I'm gone Actually, and you're paying for all I, this. Actually, I'd, like I'd like to extend a message to our good friends who I'm sure listen every weekend, uh, Mr. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos and uh, Mr. William Gates. <laughs> Step I'm up. I'm sure listen every weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, because yeah. you know you're going to well, get hit harder. You know you well, are. Well, you are. I mean, and uh, I really like what Ken French says about all of this, about the debts, deficit, et cetera, et cetera. He says it equals future taxation. Yep. It, At some uh, point. It does. It, so. it, it has to. Somebody has to foot the bill someday, somehow. Now, some of the bill can be covered by deflation. By, not deflation, by yeah. uh, by inflation, by reducing the value, by deflating Rising. the value of the dollar. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise... Just see, if for more on that, see Uzbekistan or Akabastan or one of the Stan brothers. What you have to remember, though, is that with an economy as large as that of the United States and its long-term potential still being so great that we have done this in our history multiple times it used to be a very laissez-faire uh economic management approach of the u.s government until actually it's about the civil war that it became less so and then in the 20th century it in after the depression it became a lot less laissez-faire and a lot more moving the money back and forth from generation to generation and uh, by the way don't argue with him because he is one of the few civil war era survivors so you can't argue with his economic analysis it's only because elon and i were both alive during the civil war and he came up with a way to plug us into computers back then he invented them in the 1860s by the way elon he had a big year too he's moved up to number two bouncing bill gates for the richest people in the world you know jeff bezos always number one for like the last three years since amazon stock has gone on yeah. this huge run yeah and uh they moved old uh, elon's uh, uh, okay tesla's up over 700 percent bounced bill gates out of number two so no. gates moved to number three no. actually tesla since it's low in uh march is up 10 times it has it's better than that i was no it was 70 next it was 72 dollars in uh in in the at the bottom of the dip and now it's over seven hundred dollars it's up twelve thousand five hundred fifty one percent since its 2010 ipo oh oh, oh. i'm just talking about since the dip yeah, this is this going year back. one yeah. year it's up yeah. 10 times now i gotta tell now, you to me yeah it seems a little overdone well, imagine how angry people are going to be that we told them to sell it back this fall. Well, no, we tell Don't everybody. Call me. No, 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 no. We tell everybody we told to not sell to own everything. Yeah. We tell no, you no. to sell all individual stocks. Individual stocks. Do not own individual stocks. Own them through a mutual fund because to do it any other way is dangerous. What if it goes down as much as it went up? Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, 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 I forgot. Oh, by the way, the phone number is 855-935-TALK. I forgot. We can now, we were told we can now do something that we didn't think we could do. Um, and that is, you know, we have a podcast and it's on Apple podcasts and all the other podcast services, but, uh, those Apple podcast reviews matter. 
They make a lot of difference. If you like what you hear here, we'd really appreciate it. We just lo we love to read positive reviews, and they really help get the word out about the show. So go to Apple Podcasts and write a review. I can do that now. I was thinking and, and about by the, way, the show. Yeah, no one. I want to thank Scott for sending us a nice picture of grape nuts today. He was out <laughs> shopping for grape nuts. That was hysterical. <laughs> that was very kind of him to do Remember so. Remember last week we talked anyway, about Tom's yeah, big present no, no. The and, grape and he couldn't find shortage. grape nuts because there was a grape nut shortage? <laughs> There's something going on. Well, yeah, he got grape nuts for Christmas. Yeah. What did he get? I a mean, lot. you're a hard guy a to case. buy for. You're a hard guy to buy for. I agree. And when well, you come up with something that great, you got to buy it or that grape. I know. And then so so now <laughs> listeners are, are sending pictures of grape nuts on the shelves in the stores. I know. So apparently they're they're uh, prevalent in the greater Covington area. Says, or so. maybe just because of our show, the great grape nuts shortage of 2020 Ooh. is now behind us. They started harvesting more of them out more, back. That's right. They went, out, they went out in the grape nuts fields and started picking them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a grape we nut is. We sold them to someone else. Are they else, made of anyway. grapes? I have no I, idea. Honestly, are they made of grapes? Why are they called so. grape I think, nuts? I, I don't think they have anything to do with grapes. <laughs> What's they don't taste like grapes. They, they, they don't, don't look like, like grapes. grapes. I've never had a crunchy grape. I mean, I've had dried no. grapes, but they're chewy. Yeah, but not like that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I, look, I didn't come up with you. Call Post. They'll help you out with I, that. So. I don't know if they'll. Uh, I'm gonna, now I'm going to have to look it up. But first, we have to take a call. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Never mind. We're not going to take a call because we scare. Apparently, he was going to tell us that grape nuts were back in stock. And so we, yeah, we blew the, we, we blew the surprise. <laughs> I want to finish the thought, though, that you brought up about oh. make sure people understand. We are not telling you to sell your stocks. No. Because this will come up. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. We get scathing letters about, well, uh, you told I people to sell Tesla. No, we didn't say to sell Tesla. What did we tell them to do? Well, we, we from the get-go, and I don't care if you're starting your first ever investment, we tell you to invest in a diversified portfolio of thousands of companies. I hate the fact that Schwab et al. are promoting slices so that you don't need the whatever Amazon's trading at today, $2,500 for a share of Amazon. You can go own a very a, a slice of that stock for a much smaller price. Baloney. You can go on nine thousand well, stocks in VT I'm, I'm for really, fifty dollars. I'm a big fan of bologna slices and pie <laughs> slices. <laughs> Slice that up. Yeah. So this just it's the whole it's where you are. And if you already held a lot of individual equities, we would I mean a lot because a lot of you come into the office. You have fifteen equities are going to make more than the market. Baloney too because we know that probably won't happen. So instead, own a diversified portfolio. That's the point we're trying to make, Don. You know that, and we're not. We're not I, trying to tell you. I do know. Run that. out and sell your individual stocks, but but I have to make fun of the fact that, that you actually do use the word baloney in a sentence that doesn't involve sandwich. I just <laughs> I haven't had a baloney sandwich well almost as long as I hadn't had grape nuts until recently. So been a long time. Well, it did, it you know wasn't there a time when baloney was actually a tasty German sausage? I mean, it's from Bologna. Mm, all I remember is those fried bologna sandwiches growing up, which I never liked. I never liked putting that stuff in there and frying it up. Really? Ugh. You you, fr no. you fried it? I just threw it on a piece of bread yeah. with some mayo. People, people, that I liked, but I saw a lot of people that did the fried thing. I never, I never mm. got into. We were that, too so. poor to have a stove. <laughs> oh God, we're not going there, are we? <laughs> so we just, we just, we just got it out of the. I remember. <laughs> we just had to. Throw we left that it. Look, it was cold in Colorado. We just left it in the backyard. Bring it in. 
No mustard. Get the or bread out of the bread dry box. Bread. <laughs> baloney. No, we had mayo, but we kept that out back. Oh, okay. In the uh, shed, yeah, we enough. kept that in the uh, in the planting shed, in the in the produce shed, <laughs> in the root cellar. I don't know. It was so tough. I uh, remember. Yeah. Eight five five nine three five talk. We'll talk about the things that really matter. Really, not this stupid stuff. In a few minutes, we do have some other things we'd like to talk about. Uh, so we're, we're going to get to those in a minute. Uh, we we want to talk about some of the mistakes you ba- make when buying mutual funds, and, and how. You're going to find this fascinating. We'll do this if if we can. We'll do it after the break. Um, How you can do actually a whole, you can get better advice, better mutual funds for a whole lot less money than going to your stockbroker. Really? You can. Shocker. A lot less. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. We talk about money every single Saturday, and then we have this podcast where we talk about it like other days, too. And you can listen to those podcasts on your favorite podcast service, or you can listen to the show on Como, or you can listen to this as a podcast later. You can call us at 855-935-TALK anytime, just as Judy did. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. I have a question. Um, I'm retired, and... um... I have. I thought I would have my money equally divided into um, some safe money, you know, like a CD or bonds or something, and stock yes. market and et cetera. But you know, um, you started off the show talking about what I've been thinking about. Now, I wonder what your opinion is about investing in a mutual fund corporate bond you know double a or a rated triple a would be best of course an individual are you talking about an individual bond no or no, a no. bond no, fund. A mutual fund yeah you're talking about a fund okay because yeah. bond funds are all over the ratings place that's yeah and she said uh, you said double a or higher yeah yeah double a or that's higher a... vanguard yeah. has a couple yeah. i've been uh, looking at of course yeah. i don't have the um alphabet in front of me it's something that's like okay vbtlx is well, VFSTX is the shorter version. Yeah, the shorter version. That's the short, short. But here's the thing, okay? So the the philosophy, our philosophy goes as follows, that we think you can pretty clearly show this over the long haul, that the that the that you mentioned safe money. The safe money should be in safe instruments. The things that we trust, because they've always paid you back with the interest due, are bonds issued by the U.S. government. There's a few other governments that we trust as well. Those should be, that's the safe money. The other money, Judy, is the stuff that's designed to give your portfolio some move upward over time, like stocks. So you, the, the portfolio, you're, you're asking about moving money from safe things like CDs, I imagine, or like that to well, corporate bonds. The problem. My CDs are coming. Yeah. Due. No, I, I get that. Getting- mm hmm. I was getting 3%, and in March, you know, I'm going to be down to, like, 0.5 or something yep. percent. You are. Yeah. Have no. some yep. invest, 
in um, in U.S. bonds because you know I'm a, a former federal worker, so I had that uh, TSP, mm-hmm. and I had fifty percent. Great in, fun. Uh, when I retired, I had fifty percent in bonds and fifty percent in the stock market. But yeah. now I'm not getting any. I was going to use that to draw down some money, you know, so I'd have some income, so I would still have my cash. But now, you know, I'm not. And this I'm is this like is the thing. Yeah. Five with. U.S. bonds as well, you know. So I'm thinking maybe at least I could get some income if I had the corporate bonds. Well, this is the thing, and this is where the trouble generally starts, is because people say, I'm not making anything on this part of my portfolio when the other part seems to be going up. And in the old days, I used to do this and this. I, the, the biggest leap I would make from you owning government bonds would be to a total bond fund where you still have probably half or maybe two-thirds in government bonds. Vanguard has a very good uh, total bond market fund, and then maybe a third of it in corporate bonds that are the safer corporate bonds, the companies that have always paid you back generally, always. Remember, even General Motors went bust, couldn't make, couldn't pay their bondholders. So I would, at the biggest leap I would take would be from owning those CDs to a total bond like the Vanguard Total Bond Fund. I would not just go into all corporates because there's added risk there. Corporate bonds have similar characteristics in some ways to stocks. And you'll get, and if you go with a, a really broad, like the Total Bond Index Fund, you, while you, uh, you, your yield is going to be, well, if you're gonna, your maturity is going to be a little longer. Your yield should be comparable, but you're going to get this great diversification that also helps reduce risk some, too. Much, much greater diversification. So that's, I think we're on the same page, Tom. The Vanguard Total Bond Market Fund, I don't know the ticker, but that would be a very good option. I imagine, however, the yield is probably still somewhere around 2 maybe two point something. So it's higher than that, what you're going to get in a CD. And remember, it's more liquid than what you could put the money in. You could take the money out when you needed it. With a CD, you got to wait until that matures, right? So there's some benefit to all of that isn't v- as isn't well. Isn't the Vanguard Total Bond Admiral VBTLX, isn't that right? That sounds right. Yes, that's Yeah, VBTLX. Yeah, that's right. And it is yielding two and a quarter right now, which uh, isn't far close, off yeah. of your CDs, but it's riskier. Well, but she remember she said her new CDs are going to pay her half. Right, of right, right. Not far yeah, off the old CDs. That up. Yeah, the old rate. So that's that. It's probably as aggressive as I would want you to get when it comes to fixed income. And please be careful with all of this. Do not run out and buy emerging market bonds or something else that are paying a higher yield. There's a reason they're you paying mean that higher yield. No Uzbek samba. No son of you, whatever. Yes. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. We here to help. Truly, give us a call, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, and by the way, I, I neglected to mention that with the redesign of the TalkingRealMoney.com website, we have now a Listen to Us Live button where no matter where you are in the world, you can click on that and you can listen to the show live on Saturday. Well, and I want to say, I want to say thank you. While ever the rest of us were roasting grape nuts on an open fire, mm-hmm. you were working away over the holidays. So you did some great stuff That's the what they are. They're roasted grapes. 
You got a really they high temperature. They roast those grapes, and each grape becomes that little nugget, that little hard I'm gonna nugget. I feel bad for the number you of grapes crunch. I have to eat per day now. Uh, you like have eight hundred thousand grapes in I one know. box. Think how the people think of the people that were great, ready to drink a great wine are hating me right now. The, like you stole the great grapes. Bro. Think of the fiber. Your white yeah, people were true. stocking up on toilet paper. It was the eight five five nine three five talk. Shh, Don, stop. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. There is a dirty little <clears throat> secret. Dirty little secret. Dirty little secret in the brokerage industry. It's been around There's more than one. By the yeah, way, this yeah, this one's been around since the eighties. They are they are called C shares or no front load shares or contingent deferred sales charge shares or something like that. They are your your broker. I can check your portfolio someday. See if you have some. Your broker. No, check it this weekend. Yeah, your broker sells these as if they're no load funds. They'll say things like, "Well, yeah, we don't have any front load on these funds." And the implication is there's no load, but there is. They still get commission. Load they still is get a commission. commission. But yeah. I here's something that's always bothered me. You go to your typical run-of-the-mill stockbroker who is a sales pusher. They're a product peddler. Their job is to sell a product and move on to the next customer. Trust me, I I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just I I've been in the industry and I know a lot of people in the industry. It is a sales pusher business. So they will sell you one of these, telling you you're going to get this professional management and you're going to get this great diversified mutual fund. And one of the one of the I, I used a couple of examples. I looked at American funds and I looked at Invesco, which is Invesco Oppenheimer. I'm going to go with the Invesco Oppenheimer because it has a long track record. The American fund is their global insight fund is rel relatively new. And I wanted to go with a global fund so that we had an, a, a global portfolio, U.S. and international. And let's look at a couple of facts about this fund versus a portfolio that is managed by a professional advisor, a fiduciary fee-only advisor, non-commissioned, who charges 1% per year. That's going to be our assumption. Yes, there okay. are a lot of advisors who charge a lot more than 1%. We think 1% is about right. Maybe one and a quarter if it's somebody extraordinary. 1%. We're going to use 1%. All right? So the Invesco Global Growth C-Shares have an annual expense ratio, which includes the sneaky commission, of 1.98% per year. Wow. I mean, that's pretty expensive. Well, the dimensional, we're going to use the dimensional global equity fund as a proxy for the entire portfolio that an advisor would build. And we're talking about only equities, not no bonds. No and bonds. this is a, the global equity fund is one mutual fund that holds only stocks. All over the world. Holds a global portfolio, correct. And what's the expense ratio on that one? The expense ratio there is 0.28%. Wow, can't believe how cheap 0.28. that is. 0.28. So now, wait, yeah. let's, let's add 1% for your full service, full service, 100% fiduciary advisor who yep. is there for you all the time, who helps you create a plan, who walks you through this, who rebalances, who looks at your risk tolerance, is always working for you no matter when. They're, they're there for you for life. You pay them 1% per year to be your employee. You're, bear in mind, your broker is not going to be your employee. Your broker is probably not going to call you again until it's time to sell you something new for a new commission. So you're going to be paying now roughly 1.3% to your advisor or 1.98% 
2% to Invesco Oppenheimer. And what Invesco Oppenheimer is going to tell you is that it, 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 that's okay because the work they're going to do is going to give you enough of a higher return to make up that difference. Oh, that's what they're going to but, tell you. But there's the rub. You see, the 15, and that's why I went with the Invesco, because it has a long track record. The 15-year mm-hmm. average annual return for that global fund, we're trying to compare apples and apples as much as possible, is six and a quarter percent per year on average over 15 years. Yeah. All right? Now, we've got to take out the 1% fee for dimensional, because you've got to pay your advisor 1% for the advice and the help on an ongoing basis. But this is right. assuming that they that they didn't do anything special for you. You would have made half a percent more with the DFA fund than you per did year. per year. Per year, half a percent more per year after paying fees and expenses. And you got all the help, the guidance, the hand-holding, all the stuff we and, know makes a big difference. And you got a portfolio with over 10,000 stocks in it. How many How many in the Invesco fund? 91. Yeah. I mean, and this is the different. This is the thing I still think when people ask me, I said, you have to decide what you believe. Don and I accepted a long time ago that we were going to get market returns. That means you hold thousands of stocks. Right. If you say, no, I know somebody at Invesco. They are really smart people. My son got a doctorate or whatever, and I'm going to go follow them. Then you go right ahead. I haven't found the academics haven't found and the evidence shows that those people have not been able to do better than markets over the long haul. Right. There you go. Thank you for throwing that in because you will see all the time. We beat the market over the last five years. Yep. Sure. That happens a lot because there are thousands and thousands of mutual funds. And of those thousands of mutual funds, some are going to do better than the market because they bought Tesla at the right time. Yeah, there'll be, and wait till you see some luck, of the returns luck, luck, from luck, luck, some luck, luck, some of the luck. funds this last year because they're, they're they were in Tesla and they were in Zoom and some other issues that had great years. I will throw this out to our audience. I say if you're listening, I know you tease me about cleaning up this weekend. There's only really one thing left in Seattle this weekend, and that's the Seahawks game would be tomorrow. So if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize, but you should know. You should know what the charges are, because if you're paying somebody as an advisor, that is a charge. You have the cost of the investments that's in addition to what you're paying the advisor. And what Don's trying to point out is these funds say, hey, our expense ratios are this low, does not include often adding in that C share. If you have a mutual fund portfolio, look for all that alphabet soup, A's, B's, C's, et cetera, because you got to know what's going out the door. Well, and bear in mind that A share of the same fund, the Invesco Global A, is going to, the, the, the C has no upfront commission. So you don't lose five and three quarter percent of your initial Correct. investment to the broker. But in, in the A share, you're going to have that sucked out and the fees are going to be lower by about 1% per year. Which means you pay me now or you pay me later. You're paying me, yeah. you're paying everybody one way or another. So what I really think the point is, is do you want no advice? Just one-time sales pitch and no advice going forward, no hand-holding, no work on your portfolio, no planning work, no risk tolerance work, none of that going forward, and you, you're you okay paying more for that? Or do you want somebody to be there for you to whom you actually will pay less? Less, if you find the right one.
I think for most people, that is a confusing decision to make because they don't understand exactly. It doesn't mean you don't understand the market all that because I've got some guy got mad at us about that. It's hard to understand the difference between those two things and why it's so significant to go with the advisor you just mentioned. And it's so much easier generally to go with the broker because they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. They're in your church. They're in your social club. They're in your family, for heaven's sake. 855-935-TALK, our number. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. These kinds of things are are the reason we think it's so important that you, one, listen to this show, go to Talking Real Money and listen to the podcast, go to Real Investing Journal and read about investing, get the help you need when, when it's offered, read up on real investing, and when we provide these wonderful opportunities for you to learn, like Retire Meet America 2021, sign up. And you're going to learn about investing. You're going to learn about retirement income. You're going to learn about estate planning. You're going to learn about how to really how to build a portfolio for the long haul from some of the best people. Paul Merriman, David Booth from Dimensional Funds, Rick Gregrick, tremendous people to hear from on that day. Retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?